Good morning from WKYT News. I'm Bill Bryant. We welcome you to Kentucky Newsmakers and hope you're enjoying your weekend. Later, what's going on this summer in Kentucky as the state prepares for tourists to discover the Commonwealth. Higher gas prices means that some are foregoing those longer trips for some fun close to home. That's later. But first, the president of the University of Kentucky is here. Dr. Eli Capilouto is proposing a $5.6 billion budget for the state's flagship university. He says the spending plan will expand student access and make major investments in financial aid. He says it minimizes tuition and fee hikes and will allow the university to give raises. UK has been around since 1865. Its mission continues to evolve and grow and Kentuckians are touched border to border by its outreaches in healthcare, education, agriculture and others. And many watching this program likely call themselves Wildcat fans as well. Dr. Capilouto with us this morning. Thanks for being here. We appreciate Thank you, Bill. I'm honored by the opportunity. I would imagine the summer's a pretty good time to uh, recharge and rethink and, and plan for the, the new year to come when you're expecting, as I understand it, uh, a record uh, freshman class coming in. We have a record class of about 6,000 students. It means more and more Kentuckians and others are making uh, our university their first choice for an education, and we like to say an education that leads them to a life of meaning and purpose. Your budget uh, proposal uh, caught our attention in the newsroom at uh, $5.6 billion, and somebody said, yeah, with a B, right? Uh, what does uh, that spending proposal reflect in terms of UK's role in being a solution to Kentucky's challenges? Well, we're here to serve Kentucky, and we like to say we're here to advance Kentucky. And we do so by our education, research, service, and healthcare delivery. We're in all 120 counties, but our dramatic growth over the last decade has certainly been through UK healthcare. Um, 40,000 patients were uh, hospitalized at UK last year, or nearly 900,000 outpatient visits uh, occurred at UK. Nearly 50% of all the new cancer cases diagnosed in Kentucky uh, come through our Markey Cancer Center. So yes, we're a first choice for education, uh, first choice for health care, and our means to discover more and answer questions that are most vexing to Kentuckians, heart disease, diabetes, opioid misuse, those are our research priority areas, and our funded research in that area uh, well over $400 million annually. Your budget communication said that UK healthcare, the hospital revenues have grown by 200% in the last decade and you see that trend continuing. What, what is fueling that? Well, um, you know, when you're the US News and World Report best hospital in Kentucky six years running, uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, the specialty care that we're able to assemble at the University of Kentucky, complemented by our research programs. We like to say that those discoveries get quickly to the bedside and we hope quickly out to community. So um, what we're able to do is unique in terms of being, and I tip my hat to those who came before me, a regional referral center. Uh, the healthcare industry has seen a, a tremendous strain during the uh, epidemic and, and the pandemic that we're going through at this point now uh, with uh, COVID-19. It created and made worse a nursing shortage that's been identified uh, that faces Kentucky. Uh, how is the university helping respond to that and, and meet that need? 
Well, I want to applaud our uh, lawmakers and the governor. Um, we worked with them to come up with plans to incentivize way to uh, more quickly expand uh, uh, nursing education in Kentucky. But one of the things they're making possible so we can have a long-term fix here is we'll be building a nearly $300 million health education building. Four of our health colleges will be located in that building. It lends itself to interdisciplinary uh, training. That's the kind of care most of us receive today. So there's a short-term answer and a long-term answer we're going to be working on. We'll be able to train more health professionals. We didn't wait for this crisis to deal with a physician shortage. Over the last several years, we opened two four-year medical campuses in Bowling Green and Northern Kentucky and have continued and expanded our uh, two-year education program in Moorhead. How do you get those young people interested in a career in healthcare? Uh, the ones who are uh, perhaps in high school and, and looking ahead and uh, some who may make some uh, mid-career transition? Well, we had very healthy demand of well-qualified students and we didn't have room for them. We also know that if you recruit from an underserved area, you're able to train in that underserved area, your likelihood of remaining there to treat your neighbors, your community increases. And that has been the case with graduating our first class uh, at Bowling Green. And I have to say one of the silver linings of, uh, of COVID is our healthcare professionals, physicians, nurses, uh, all kinds of therapists you can imagine were certainly stretched. But I think many people saw the value and esteem uh, that are held by the community in regards to our healthcare workers. And I, I think when people are looking for that life of meaning and purpose, a health profession is a, is a good one. We've often uh, talked about the sliding state support for public universities, and certainly that was the case from the day you arrived here until recently. Uh, Kentucky uh, finally has gotten a chance to turn that around because of uh, uh, better budget uh, situations. Over the next two years, you're getting a lot of performance money uh, because of what is uh, happening on campus, and the state is able to allocate uh, more real dollars to higher education. I'm glad you mentioned that. There are 11 metrics associated with earning funds through that performance funding model. Uh, I'm happy to say and grateful to our community that on all 11 metrics, we're the only university to perform sort of above the average and qualify for funding. Um, that is very helpful given that we have an expanding class. I'd also say too that um, the state gave us uh, capital at levels we've never seen before that allow us to build the infrastructure. It takes talent and infrastructure to deliver services to our students, treat our patients, discover answers to those vexing problems. I'm enormously grateful to the governor and our legislature for the support they've expressed in us through this uh, financial uptick. Uh, we're grateful, we're humbled, but we know we have to earn it. And the way you do it, you admit more students, you graduate more students, graduate more students from low income uh, backgrounds. And the, the model uh, asks you to train individuals in those fields that our state believes 
uh, most important for our economic future, which are science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and health. So many people talk about in business and in other government entities the, the difficulty in retaining good employees and, and, and good talent. Uh, you are prepared to offer employee raises this year in this proposed budget that uh, you're putting before uh, the board. Is that uh, the, the key incentive in keeping uh, uh, good employees? Uh, I think that meaning and purpose matters, but everybody uh, needs to have a competitive wage. That's the way we feel. Nine out of the last ten years, we have had a salary increase. This year, the amount of money we're putting into that pool um, is double what we have done on average over those last nine years. We've also kept our health care costs down in terms of the premiums that individual play pays. Uh, most people on our campus will see a zero dollar uh, increase in the health premium, insurance premium, and we've also, taking advice from the staff we turn to on these matters, expanded coverage of certain services we provide through our health insurance programs. We talked about the, the, the health care shortage of workers. There is also a teacher shortage in Kentucky that uh, has been identified. The Education Commissioner says it is getting worse because it's happening on both ends. The young people are either not entering or are leaving the profession, and people who are nearing retirement are saying they're going to eject as soon as they can. Can UK uh, help be a solution in that situation? Uh, I think the things you outlined, we can be part of that solution. Um, but this is a profession we all need to think about with deep respect and think about the work conditions, the um, salary and benefits. But yes, uh, I'm happy to report that we're seeing uh, an upward trend in enrollments in our College of Education. And we want to work with certainly our local school district in terms of growing our own um, increasing their pipeline. Uh, this community means a lot to us, as well as the surrounding communities. We're meeting at a time here when a lot of students are, are weighing the cost of a college degree. Uh, is it worth it to perhaps have debt 10, 15 years after they graduate? Uh, and does it make a sound investment? You uh, are putting a lot of money in this budget toward uh, financial help for, for students, aren't you? We're increasing our budget to $160 million next year of financial aid that does not have to be uh, paid back. One of the reasons we're seeing an historic uh, level of student success in terms of retention and graduation rates is we introduced about five years ago a program called LEADS. It's been nationally recognized. We recognized if you shrink the gap between the total cost of attendance and this financial aid to less than $5,000 annually, student success increases. So we've seen that. We've put more money into that. 25% of the students that come to the University of Kentucky are from families whose average annual income is just over $24,000. So we target those students, not with just financial aid, but other means to navigate uh, a higher education system. They're often first-generation students. So we have wrapped around services. I like to say they're high-tech and high-touch, and that has elevated our student success. 
anybody who drives by campus or through it or visits uh, knows uh, all of the construction over the last uh, decade. Uh, you indicate the pace of that is not slowing very much. We've done $3 billion in the last 10 years, and thanks to unprecedented support from the legislature and other partners and donors, we anticipate another billion dollars over the next two to three years. Importantly, we have shared with our board the percent of our operating revenue spent on debt has actually come down. It's only 2% of our entire budget. So we have been prudent managers of our finances, and by working creatively, these are costs we don't have to pass on to those who turn to us. The Kentucky Wildcat teams enjoy strong support across Kentucky. How important is sports to the overall brand and identity of the university? Yeah, you know, uh, we have, as you mentioned, a $5.6 billion budget. Our athletic budget, when you consider uh, operating capital, is probably only $150 million, a tiny, tiny percentage. But you're right. The visibility, uh, the affinity, the fandom uh, draw so many people to the University of Kentucky. We're proud of our programs. The Director's Cup, which looks overall at your uh, competitive performance, we're again in the top 15 in the country, and uh, I'm proud of the academic performance too. We've seen a steady increase in our student success amongst our student athletes. President Capilouto, we are we're living in a, a very tense time in the country, and the campus cannot be insulated from that. We have all these debates ranging from guns and abortion and uh, all these different matters that uh, you know are happening here and abroad uh, right now. How does the, the, the campus accommodate that, recognize that students are, are dealing with a lot and, uh, and, and perhaps have very different views on, on a lot of the controversial issues? Well, thanks for asking that question. We have to be a place where those discussions are held with uh, respect and they don't, they don't uh, spin into rancor and, and further divide us as a country. I believe we have a responsibility to facilitate those uh, conversations courageously. One of my colleagues has written about uh, purposeful pluralism, where we have got to lean into um, being a place where you can share honestly your uh, perspectives and views. As a university, we can't be simple arbiters of uh, what is right and what is wrong. Uh, we have to help people discover what is right and what is wrong. So I see that in our faculty every day. Every once in a while you have a sensational issue where people think that uh, that uh, courageous debate is being dampened on a college campus. Uh, I promise you it's alive and well. We appreciate you coming by. Hope you get a little time to relax this summer. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Recharge. And we'll be back on WKYT's Kentucky Newsmakers. We welcome you back to Kentucky Newsmakers, and we're glad to have you. School is out. The summer travel season is underway. For some Kentucky venues, it's their first normal summer season since before the pandemic. And sky-high gasoline prices are causing some families to rethink some of those long road trips and maybe consider vacations and trips closer to home. In some ways, Kentucky has it all. History, natural beauty, festivals, and experiences like the Bourbon Trail and horse farms. But like every other sector, tourism venues are 
are also hit with workforce challenges. Joining us right now is Secretary Michael Berry, who oversees state tourism efforts. Before that, he ran the Kentucky Derby Festival for a lot of years, and he is with us. And we welcome you, Mr. Secretary. Thanks for coming in. It's great to be here. Uh, as we do hit uh, summer in Kentucky, gasoline is in record territory. Uh, do you anticipate uh, Kentuckians may stick closer to home? Well, I think that um, in, in conjunction with the pandemic from, uh, you know, the past two years and, and some of the economic concerns, uh, that Kentuckians uh, and a lot of visitors may stay closer to home, which I think speaks well for where Kentucky is located geographically within a day's drive of two-thirds of the nation's population. Uh, people, uh, you know, a lot of people said, oh, this thing about us being safe and being outside is just going to last till the pandemic is over. Well, people still like being outside, and Kentucky is well-placed for that. I mean, all of the recreational and natural opportunities that we have here have remained strong, and that coupled with the fact that survey after survey has told us that Kentucky was seen as a safe destination. And, um, you know, I think a lot of the governors and the, the citizens' uh, attention to that um, has kept us at the top of people's mind. Where do we geographically draw most of our visitors from? Well, um, th there is that traditional uh, corridor that goes from the Michigan and Chicago area uh, down toward the south. Uh, it, you know, isn't a uh, any uh, accident that I-65 and I-75 <laughs> uh, kind of go completely through the state. But what we've noticed is that uh, instead of being a pass-through or a flyover state, uh, as the governor likes to say, uh, people are coming to Kentucky. Uh, and uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of folks that are taking this, what I call a pod approach. They'll come to a city like Lexington and they will spend the night here, but they will hit the Bourbon Trail and and uh, then maybe, you know, one day they'll go over into eastern Kentucky uh, and, and visit there. Or they'll go to Lake Cumberland one day, or they may even venture into bourbon country in Bardstown. Or, um, you know, head and, and do some agritourism things toward northern Kentucky, or even the glamping opportunities that are up uh, around Williamstown, et cetera. So, I, you know, I think what we're seeing here is that people have rediscovered uh, what probably, and, and I, I will only speak for myself and date myself, but uh, what we knew as, as summer vacation when I was a kid growing up. Are we doing a better job of communicating out there who we are and what we have to offer? A absolutely, without a doubt, and part of that is thanks to the generosity of Governor Bashir. Um, when we were uh, first receiving CARES Act dollars from the federal government to help spur the economy, the governor took uh, five million of those dollars and gave to the tourism industry and said this is when we need to be um promoting Kentucky uh, as a destination. And not only did we do it in those uh, traditional ways, but we also entered markets and advertised to folks that traditionally we hadn't done before, the African-American travel market. Uh, because if you see in Western Kentucky, uh, Cherokee uh, State Park, which is now park, part of Ken Lake, uh, and at one time it was in the Green Book, uh, and uh, the history that is there, we've had two new places put on the Civil Rights Trail uh, in Kentucky in the last two years and then from the Underground Railroad stops in the Maysville and Augusta area uh, up on the Ohio River um, that appealed to that area LGBTQ travel market uh, we have uh, uh, you know 
promoted the fact that Kentucky is a destination that is diverse, it's welcoming, uh, and uh, we've invested a lot of those dollars not only to draw people here, but to train our staffs to in, in how to relate and how to promote Kentucky. How much is hospitality the responsibility of every Kentuckian? Uh, you know, we like having the, the visitors and the money, and uh, you, you have to treat people well when they're here. Right? You're, you're exactly right, and, and uh, you know, Kentucky, I think, is a very hospitable place anyway. I'm a native Kentuckian, and, and uh, I think there's like this unwritten rule that uh, my, I always heard somebody say, we'll treat you so many ways, you'll like one of them when you come visit us. And, um, you know, I think that that is very important, and you might not think you're in the hospitality industry or the tourism industry, but when you're, you know, making the beeline for the car at 4.30 on Friday to get home and somebody needs some directions or, you know, there's somebody in your uh, hometown looking for a good restaurant to eat at or, you know, what is there to do here on the weekend? If you got that five minutes, do your commercial. If you have that information, right. Uh, the legislature appointed $75 million uh, yes. for tourism. How will that be uh, used? Well, the governor and the legislature in a very bi bipartisan way um, uh, afforded over the next biennium $75 million in um, ARPA funds, uh, American Recovery Program Act funds. Um, and those dollars are going to be used primarily for tourism commissions uh, throughout the Commonwealth, uh, where uh, those uh, where those entities in our cities and our counties will be able to uh, create programs to attract folks to those communities. In addition to that, uh, there will be dollars that will be able to use be used by our tourism department to attract people, continue to attract people uh, into Kentucky. And then um, one of the areas that was hit hardest were the meetings and conventions. And I know the folks that are here in Lexington with Visit Lex uh, are looking forward to be able to market. I mean, we're, we're ready. Our, our facilities are ready. We just need to encourage people to get back for those meetings and those conventions. There was a lot of people who said, you know, we don't think that's going to return until 2023. And we're seeing signs uh, through bookings uh, in, in Lexington, Northern Kentucky, Bowling Green, Louisville, um, that those bookings are coming back a little sooner and the fall looks very promising. Kentucky State Parks were once the envy of the nation. Mm -hmm. uh, I they, tell you, they still, still are. are very important and yes. there is money appropriated, but it's a couple of years out before there's going to be uh, some real work done uh, on those parks. They also played a role in the uh, in the tornado situation for people who live in Kentucky. They did. We have an over $200 million maintenance uh bill, so to speak, that's out there, uh, the, that's work that needs to be done in parks. Uh, and, and people will many times see that the, the second year of the, the biennial budget, which would be fiscal 24, uh, has $150 million for parks. And somebody came up to me the other day and said, where are you going to build a new lodge? Where's the new park going to be? And, and I said, you know, you, these may not sound like real sexy things, but you got to have wastewater treatment and you've got to have infrastructure needs and you've got to make sure your structures are ADA compliant. Pave the parking lot. Pave right. the parking lot, right. Um, now there may be some new curtains and carpet and mattresses in that mix, but uh, th that's going to be very, very important uh, coming forward. But, you know, we're talking about the, the, the parks and uh, I never thought that I would say this, but uh, uh, our forefathers and foremothers knew what they were doing when they had these facilities, not only for tourism, but 
but six months ago, actually to this day, um, the, the, the tornadoes in Western Kentucky devastated many of those communities. Um, within two weeks, uh, we hit over 800 individuals, distressed guests that were, and, and first re plus first responders that were housed in our state parks. And many of them were there until their, their houses uh, and uh, they could find uh, appropriate uh, residences uh, till their houses were repaired, et cetera. Uh, our last uh, uh, census, I think we're now down to only two parks instead of seven and 18 residents instead of over 800. Um, but, you know, the state parks, it wasn't just a place to lay your head and shelter. Uh, we provided three meals a day thanks to a, not only the incredible state park staff, but also a lot of volunteers. Um, we helped to make sure those communities had Christmases. The First Lady had the, I, I swear it's a Guinness Book of World Records, <laughs> the largest um, uh, Christmas toy drive uh, in history. Uh, and we were able to do that. But, you know, the governor's commitment has been we are not going to forget them if it takes a year, if it takes 10 years to rebuild those communities. But yeah, I would tell you, it's very impressive to see what they have done in just six short months. But the effects of that is going to be felt for a long time. Mr. Secretary, I have about a minute left. Okay. How do uh, people uh, find out more about what Kentucky has to offer? What is it that they want to know about to the Commonwealth? Well, we are on all of the traditional social media sites, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. cetera. Uh, if you want to go to the website, you can. Uh, KentuckyTourism.com is a great way uh, to plan your, your, your trip either to Kentucky or in Kentucky. Uh, more importantly, uh, you get old dinosaurs like me who <laughs> like to have it in your hand. Uh, and we have a Kentucky Inspirations Guide is what it's called. And it will literally take you into the different geographic regions of Kentucky, tell you what there is there uh, and what you need to see and where you need to stay and where you need to eat. <laughs> and uh, we'll help you put together the perfect vacation. And, and increasingly more and more apps that are out there with a lot of info, a right? You know? Absolutely, <laughs> and as the governor likes to say, Kentucky is a great place to live, work, and play. And uh, that's what we're here to celebrate, and it feels so good uh, to be back open again and, and hosting people and showing them why we call this our home. We appreciate you coming by and, 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 uh, and uh, enjoy your enthusiasm. Thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure. We'll be back on Kentucky Newsmakers and wrap it up in just a moment. Well, that is Kentucky Newsmakers. We certainly do want to thank you for joining us. Remind you, we'll have your news this evening on WKYT and always on WKYT.com. I'm Bill Bryant, hoping you make it a good week ahead.